Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 27 of Bitcoin Roundtable. Vince here, and I'm with Darren and Libby. That's right. Hello, everybody. Hello. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We've been doing quite a few interviews lately, and we want to try and work in some shows that are a little lighter. I'm still mentioning Bitcoin. Is this a shoot the shit episode? Yes, this is a shoot the shit episode. So let's get the business over with. I just asked Darren, you know, what Bitcoin is at today, and I see it's just below 6,400 which in a nutshell doesn't really have any cause for concern, you know? What would be a cause for concern? Zero. Yep, that's the perfect answer. I guess, right? Because we know there's going to be many swings with Bitcoin for a long time, so I guess the real concern would be zero, and then we'd just say adios or change our name to whatever coin was still going at that time. That's a good existentialist question. Would our Bitcoin podcast still exist if Bitcoin was at zero? I was thinking about just well, that. Better, <laughs> better yet, would anybody listen to it? Keep um, faith. Thanks, guys. Yes, please do. And we're going to keep going until Bitcoin does hit zero, and then we'll make that decision when it happens. You said when, though, not if. Ooh. I'm sorry. Bad oh, choice of if? words. <laughs> if. Um, can I just talk a little bit about how annoyed I am about my challenge I was set by our hosts? Oh, okay. Go ahead, Libby. What challenge was that? I wanted to buy some Ethereum and some Litecoin because I was interested after being the producer of this podcast. Darren and Vince gave me the challenge of downloading a wallet or whatever you call it, get a wallet or find a wallet. And so I could purchase my own Ethereum and Litecoin. I've already spent one hour of my extremely busy life on this task. (laughs) And to say that I'm irritated about it is a massive understatement. So I started off by doing a little Google search and it came up with a million wallets. So I remember Darren talking about Trezor. So I found Trezor on my little application manager, Play Store, and I downloaded it, but I couldn't do anything with that because apparently it's a hardware wallet. Yeah, you went down the wrong path there with the Trezor. Yeah, so that took me, say, 20 minutes of my life. Where did you get the idea to go that route? Because I remember Darren talking about it, there was a million of them. And I saw Trezor, I was like, Trezor! So I thought, I'll download that one. Okay, no. I'll just interrupt for a minute for any listeners out there. Just to clarify, Trezor is a, it's a hardware wallet. It lets you kind of achieve a level of cold storage for your existing Bitcoin. What does that even mean though? I don't okay, even understand th- what that means. This is the easiest way to put it. After you buy Bitcoin, then you buy a Trezor wallet to put it in. But on you, your phone? No, the Trezor wallet, I believe, and you can correct me on this, Darren, it's something that you order uh, via Amazon. They send it to you and it, then it tells you exactly how to store your Bitcoin, but you first have to go and buy Bitcoin. Okay, so I'm You can't put you putting the horse before the cart or the cart before the horse. Obviously, I stumbled because I couldn't do anything with this thing I downloaded on my phone. So then I deleted that and then I added Coinbase. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. But I had to delete two apps that I use regularly in order to do that because I didn't have enough space on my phone. So that annoyed me. <laughs> now I'm just annoyed because it's sitting on my phone and I've been so busy I haven't had any chance to do anything with it. So I'll keep everyone updated with my challenge. 
because I'm hoping to buy some Ethereum and Litecoin. Okay, so step one, you've downloaded an app for your phone. Coinbase. Perfect. Are yep. you happy with that choice? Coinbase is well, fine. Well, we can't really well, comment on that. It said five stars. They're respectable, yes. I just went with the star ratings on my Play Store. Well, yeah, although I'd encourage you to look on Reddit to do a little research with it. Okay. Sometimes banks don't like it when you send money to certain exchanges. Oh, right. And then you could get into trouble because some banks have actually banned accounts. Your bank account. Yeah, they've closed them out. Yeah. I ran into this same issue. I think we talked about it in very, very early where I remember I had to go and move a bunch of money to a bank that did allow me to transfer. We're still in the dark ages in Canada where banks will basically ban you for even trying to buy cryptocurrency. And send you a bill for it. Well, it sounds like you're on the right track. You got to get it done. Everybody out there really wants to hear because it's important to put out the fact that it does need to be easier before I feel it's really going to get adopted. It's just below 2% right now. If it's looking to get anywhere to 5, it needs to be easier. Oh, you're talking about adoption, right? Yes. Well, you know, it's very specific to the country, though, right? I heard Switzerland is, like, wide open where they've passed laws, as other countries have, where effectively banks have to allow you to deal and purchase cryptocurrencies. Here, it just feels very much like a penalty. Oh, you dare to do this, so we're just going to swat you and ruin what aspects of your life we can by closing your bank account. You have to ask somebody what you can do with your own money. That's what irked me the most about it. It does seem strange. It does seem strange. Well, I read that Nigeria now, the Bitcoin is the preferred currency for a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. Well, if you need to move money without somebody taking a 5% chunk every time you wanted to do it and giving you a hassle, then that's what you use Bitcoin for. No, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So I'll keep you posted. It may take a couple of weeks, but I'll get there in the end. I'll get my Ethereum. If you need hints, I can help you. Oh, can you? Yeah. Well, and, and we will share those hints. Oh, thanks. Well, no, we can share those hints to everybody, right? Light hints. Here's a hint that I found was very helpful in that I don't have to worry about banks shutting down my account. Canada, anyways, it's ShakePay. Okay. S-H-A-K-E-P-A-Y. Is that an app on my phone? It is. Yes, I've actually downloaded it on a mine. I'm deleting Coinbase right now. It's got too much memory. It's locking up my phone. Can't access my pictures. You know, I got nothing against them. I just don't know them. Okay, that's the end of my hints. Okay, thank you. Okay, Darren has led Libby and anybody else out there doing this with Libby to uh, check out ShakePay. Dave contacted me. We had him on the podcast a couple weeks back. We tasked him with the same objective. To buy Bitcoin, wasn't it? He's messaged me saying that he's accomplished that task. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. So we'll get him on here, and he he could talk about all the things he did to do it. Oh, that's really cool. And in so doing, you know, provide another window to the listeners of the Bitcoin buying experience in Canada. People are, <laughs> I think they're very interested in hearing this. I think this. that's the main... Well, it's the main role. Everyone it's... that I spoke to saying that we're doing a podcast about Bitcoin have said, I don't understand how you buy it. And that's by design. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Because with all the news that Bitcoin is getting, and you imagine if you could walk into the store and buy it as easy as you can anything. Mm-hmm. But apparently I read a stat where there's a heck of yeah. a lot of people in Canada that actually own Bitcoin. Right. Already? Like a huge percentage number. 
I also read a stat that a massive percentage have been lost forever. Massive percentage. Oh, yes. I think the guess is anywhere from three to two to five million. Two to five million? That is massive out of 21 million. Oh, yeah. Well, there's only 18 million or 17? 17. 17 million. So if you look at three to five at that 17, you're only looking at about 12 that is actually accountable. 17 but, million currently made. Right. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I know. That's why I'm here to help you. It's interesting, isn't it? A lot of people seem to be talking about Ethereum. So I'd quite like to buy some Ethereum. Yeah, well, I think you should. Ten dollars worth. Buy what you want. Buy what you're comfortable with spending, right? Ten bucks. I think Ethereum's running just under 400. Right, but you'll still own it. Ethereum must be down. How bad did it dip? Well, it kind of follows Bitcoin, but it's currently 440 US dollars. Mm -hmm. Which is actually interesting. A decent entry point, possibly. I'll never say for sure, because you never know where it's going to go. But I don't know, though. It's just a different beast than Bitcoin. Not good or bad or, you know, anything. It's just different. Very different. Well, maybe when you acquire your Ethereum, we can uh, do a podcast on it. Oh, we should. Uh, you know, the coin as well as how you went about buying it. I want to buy Litecoin. Okay. We trade HQ like Litecoin. Maybe we could get Vitalik on here. Get Is that Buderin? Yeah, he could lay down some crazy words of wisdom that none of us would understand. Mm. <laughs> oh, he's more, more more than welcome to contact us if he'd like to come on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're really Please we're do. excited about the number of people that are interested to come on the show. Great. I think he lives in Toronto. He's not too far away. So has anybody been watching the World Cup? No. No? <laughs> oh, you're going to get in trouble for that. Oh. All your friends back in England are going to be hearing that. All right, well, it was an exciting day, a bit of a bittersweet day for me, or I guess you wouldn't call it bittersweet day, you call it bitter yeah. day. Uh, Belgium got knocked out by France today, and I was that cheering. That was your team, wasn't it? Well, you know, I do have some Belgian heritage, so if I had to pick between the two, not bad for a nation of 11 million people making it to the quarterfinals in the World Cup. It's pretty impressive. It's very impressive. But they lost 1-0 to France this afternoon. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We got England, Libby. England's on tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, 2 o'clock Eastern time. I'm sure the country's going to shut down at I, 7 p.m. <laughs> I like England's chances against Croatia. Uh, Croatia done quite well before, though, haven't they? Croatia puts together a fantastic football club. Uh, I like Kane, who is captaining England. Right, I think yeah. he's doing a fantastic job. It's England. It's hard to live in Canada and, you know, have so many English friends and not at this point cheer for England. It's really exciting. There's a song called Football's Coming Home. So everyone's saying, it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. Is this the song they sing when they turn their backs to the field? Because that's something too I heard. I heard maybe that's a Premier League thing. They actually stand up in the stadium, they turn their backs to the field, and they start a chant. Well, they're always chanting. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I gotta look that one up. If anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, send us a little message. We are talking about that today when I was watching, and I'm not 100% sure it's an English thing, so I'm not putting it on you, but oh, the passion is just incredible. It's deep. Yeah, every country, they're just going nuts. It, there's deep passion in England. It's gonna be incredible. We don't have any of your South American countries in. Brazil's gone, Argentina's gone. There's been European finals before. I, I don't think there's been a European final for 
years. Oh, no, I think that has. There's always been a Brazil or Argentina in there. Google it, Google it. We gotta Google it on the spot? Yep. What do you wanna know? When the last time there was. A European final in the World Cup. Okay. What is the last year there was a European final in the World Cup? I didn't really wanna answer that question. Anyway. Is it a Google World Cup final history? While Vince is Googling, I can say that everyone in the UK is very excited and I can speak on behalf of everyone in England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be fantastic. We wish both England and Croatia luck tomorrow and come Sunday in 11 a.m. Eastern time, they will play France for the World Cup. Really? So it's that fast? Eh? Yeah. Two yeah. games back to back. Yeah. By the time this podcast comes out. The... Well, well, when are we airing? Next week? But what we can do is we can, uh, we can fake record, can't we? <laughs> fake record. Can't we record like as if... As if somebody won. won. Woohoo, France won. And then you can put it together. (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome, though? Yeah, okay. Fake record. (laughs) We got to keep this part of the conversation in, though. (laughs) But that would be really cool. Why don't we do that? Okay, let's fake record. So how are we we fake recording? France won. All right, France, with a score of three to nothing. Oh, no, no, no. We're not making up (laughs) scores. Incredible, incredible World Cup that was, guys. Oh my god, it was amazing. The fellow kicked the ball to the other fellow. All I want to say is, I sat here and I was talking a lot about England and Kane going and finishing it. And what did they do? They ended up winning the World Cup. England is going nuts. Even the Queen's drinking. This reminds me of the IT crowd. I think the Queen does drink. She's drinking more. Okay, what's the next one? Oh, my God, England, you almost had it in the bag, but, oh, it took you out. I don't know. You know, it was a good game. I think they just, you know. Kudos to all parties. They all tried uh, real hard. Well, anything can happen when you go into a shootout, right? (laughs) Oh, you're saying this shit. Anything can happen when you go into a shootout, so you really don't know. Okay. Yeah, this was fun for a bit. Anyways, uh, when are you going to Scotland? Are you going to Scotland soon? Yeah, next Tuesday. You going to wear a kilt? I'm not going to wear a kilt. I- I'm not wearing a kilt to Scotland, if that's what you're asking. Are you going to wear a kilt when you're in Scotland? Oh, Libby. I will there be alcohol drunk? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, there will be much oh. alcohol. Tell your listeners about your family tartan. I don't know what it's called. Not a good thing to be a Scot and not know what your tartan is. But what's your mum's maiden name? Derby. D-E-R-B-Y. Like the English Derby? Pronounce it Derby in England. I believe they pronounce Derby. I think so. Derby, Derby. Okay, so you're of Scottish descent. Yes. I'm it right now. Yes. So then you should know what Scotland's national animal is. <laughs> I do know what Scotland's national animal is. You do? Yes. Oh my god, I thought I had you this one. This episode is going down a weird path. What's the national an- animal of Scotland? It's the beef coon. The beef coon. Beef coon. Beef coon. Beef coon. <laughs> well, here online it says it's the unicorn. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I don't know what that is all about. Scotland's national animal is the unicorn, I, uh, according to the Daily Record. Why would a country's animal be something that doesn't actually well, exist? Well, it doesn't say why, it just what's says it beef, is. What's a beef coon? Yeah, well, there you go. That's a good question. <laughs> that doesn't exist either. <laughs> yes, it does. Someone made it a beaver and a raccoon? Thank you. It's called a beef coon. Are you serious? What would I business would I have for lying? 
don't know, Vince. No, I'm Have not you? serious. I've looked at the Derby Tartan. It's really nice. Let me see. I might even recognize it. Oh, yeah? I thought it had some greens in it. I'm going to a formal party, so I don't really want to travel with a suit. Rent the kilt's perfect. I think I might. I mean, it's a perfect time. If you ever want to wear a kilt, that's what you wear. It is the perfect time. A formal party in Scotland. Are you allowed to rent a kilt? Do you have to wear underwear? You have to show your Scottish ID to think. Well, uh, the tradition is that you don't wear underwear, but I think you can wear underwear if you want. The suit renters may require some form of underwear. <laughs> the suit... <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Here's a little question. Okay. What country is home to the world's tallest hedge? Scotland. This is for Vince. Scotland. There you go. How tall is this hedge? The hedge is located near Mikalur on the A93 Perth Blair Gallery Road. Hmm. The hedge is 1,700 feet long and 100 feet high. Oh my wow, goodness. is there a photo? I want to see the hedge. Oh, wow. That's, That's awesome. Insane. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that hedge. There you go. If you want wow. to go see the world's tallest hedge, That's a you have hedge. to go to Scotland. There you go. Didn't anybody ever think of trimming it? It looks like it's been trimmed. <laughs> and golf was invented where? In Scotland? I figured you knew that one. The Scots invent golf with St. Andrews considered yeah, as the home of golf. St. Andrews. I'm I, I knew it began with Since the, the 15th century. I'm going to go to St. Andrews. Oh, are you? Yeah. To play golf? No. But I'm going to go. It's a long way, I think. Yeah. Two and a half hours or something. The shortest commercial flight. Glasgow, Edinburgh? It's from West Ray to Papa West Ray in Orkney. <laughs> 1.5 miles long and takes 47 seconds. Wow, that's very short. Obviously, it must be an island or something, right? It's a commercial flight. Wow. How many islands in Scotland? Oh, oh a million billion. Couldn't tell. 790. Um, 660 are uninhabited. How many pints of beer are consumed in Scotland on a daily basis? Probably a lot. More per person than in England or no? What do you think? Do you know I don't have the answer. I'm just... Do you know who drinks but, the most beer? Uh, is it Germans? Yeah. Is it Germans? The oh, Czechs. Czech. I think it's the Czechs. I'm not surprised they're busy. I, I think the stats are like 100 liters per person a year. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of beer. What was the name of the fellow who was Braveheart? The real name. William Wallace? No, it's not. His name was actually oh, Robert Gibson? Robert the Bruce. Oh, you know, no. I didn't know that. That's not true. I'm just reading it up from what the Daily Record William says. Wallace was William Wallace. Robert the Bruce was the king of Scotland and the rightful heir to Braveheart Scotland. Braveheart was actually the nickname of Robert the Bruce and not William Wallace. Okay, yes. Right. And three recognized languages in Scotland. Uh, Gaelic, Gaelic, English. English. Kind of. Like, there's English and then it says Scots and Scottish Gaelic. The first fire brigade was in Edinburgh. I like all this trivia. That'd be interesting. I've never been to Scotland, so I'm looking forward to going. Funny how you look up these fax pages and all of a sudden there's a photo of plastic surgery gone wrong in the bottom. Now, Let's talk about the Kardashians in the next episode. Okay. We going back to the Kardashians next episode? We could. Wow. Didn't, the, didn't the beep get hitched too? Okay, well, thanks for coming out tonight, folks. Everybody, it's been an absolute pleasure shooting the shit. And I guess that's about all we got to say. So may the coins forever fall in your favor. Have a good night. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.